there's a woman in the park. Her hands graze tree trunks and fence posts, grounding her sight in touch and brown bark, sap, and ants who crawl there against gravity, their luggage strapped tight. She's affixed a pair of binoculars to her eyes. Her gaze is trained skyward. Maybe she's looking for birds. She might just as well have an eye full of leaves. She moves in spurts. Her body is divided, pulled along by invisible magnets, limbs playing catch-up to whatever's just come into view. Her eyes are heavy with desire, the rest governed by what is up. Of course, I see the birds that trail behind her. If I could, I'd pluck them from the earth. Globally, this is not the time to have a personal crisis. And yet, how many park benches have witnessed the same breakdown? Spent a year of finding myself in some other cosmopolis, walking its trenches, observing its faces, and falling apart in its open spaces. Here, in New York, I watch a church empty its congregation into the street. People scatter in the light, beetles dressed for spring, sent from their source to all available corners, decentralized but not disentangled. Here, my whole system comes into view. I feel so unable to point myself in the right direction, or the same direction, at least, for any period of time long enough to produce something like a pattern. What I'm constructing is less like a web and more like a pile of mops. It's wet down here, and the view is all yarn and filth. The news might be that I've buried myself, perpetuated the myth of my own unable compass, lost myself at sea because it's easier to float in currents out of one's control, to let metaphors do their own mixing, that you'll note each of mine are steeped in the same brine. How sweet. I read recently that you're not supposed to condition your hair after nuclear fallout. I'll remember that, but I won't be happy about it. Isn't it funny? All this preparation for a future that's unlikely to arrive. Here I go scribbling, glowing sounds onto sounds until language appears, gliding occasionally into meaning, more often into a mistake, all before the whole thing ends decapitated by a period. What control I must feign to be this sort of executor. I am awash with verbs that rest from my hands, adjectives and colors I tend to clash. What currency is that when others deal in missiles and slugs? But I go on, tripping, trying to make sense of myself as bombs fall and my hair stays obediently frizzed. How amazing it is to live this long and in this century and to have one's best skill involve a magnifying glass and a navel. And even that, even that is hardly a finely tuned thing. I twist and turn over my actions and inactions like rooting around in a bottomless purse the other side of my equal sign marked perpetually by a question. There's nothing else I know how to do and I barely know how to do this. I write that, I underline it here on the bench and I feel accomplished by the task. Where am I going? Ultimately, there's some comfort in being lost. After proclaiming it, and if you play it right, the entire experience lacks personal responsibility in a way that feels quite senatorial. Watching life go by shouldn't give me this much whiplash, but some side effects can't be helped. The churchgoers have now completely left the scene, as of my metaphors, and what's left is a nervous system that's hardly centralized, blinking on and off in a code I've yet to parlay. God, imagine making money off of this. God, I'm begging. Still, here I am on my park bench. I've been here long enough now to grow from it. If it were my choice, I'd like to sprout a wrought iron leg and drag it as I walk away, pulling the ground aside like a record of this time I can't make sense of. See there where he stopped, stammered, sputtered, and spouted, 
How cute that he went on anyway. How nice that he can move without direction. Too bad about his hair.